Titles, go. Now everybody knows. <laughs> Not Lemmy today. The Castle of White. That sounds so racist. <laughs> Established dominance. I love Snickers. Tanking. Not a normal poo. Candy Christ. <laughs> this should should not follow that. And then the whores show up. <laughs> uh, many splendored podcast. Zombie Radica. Kill everybody. All right. Let's do it. Not not kill everybody. Start the show. <laughs> Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know... Fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Corpse. Hi, I'm Kev. He's Kev. <laughs> and Jack's not here. Jack's on vacation. He is on vacation. So, guys, what's got you geeked? That was so hot, Paul. Thank you for that. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, We went on a trip last week. We went down to New Jersey to visit uh, our friends Amity and Drew. Uh, Amity was the person who trained me on my first day at Rev, and she was my trainer for the week. Well, four days I got training, and then she was immediately promoted to manager, and she was my manager for a couple years, and then she ended up taking over the head spot on support. Uh, so she was still my manager. And then eventually she uh, got moved to uh, a CSM uh, team and then they did cost cuts and all that stuff and she went away. But um, we all remained friends and uh, Damara and Amity were close before they both got promoted. And then she actually trained Damara to be a manager. And then she now she has the job that the Amity had before she left the support team. Um, so, I mean, her and I both, you know, owe a lot to her for helping us, you know, get where we are and, uh, you know, we've just, we've always remained friends. Um, they live down in, uh, New Jersey, right near the uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania border. Uh, I forget the Fleming, Flemington, maybe it's right near, near New Hope. And, uh, her husband Drew is, uh, works at a hardware store, um, does all sorts of woodworking in his basement, making like staves and staves and Viking stuff. And they, go to a place called Penzik, which is like a week-long, you know, Viking mud tents, battles type thing. Uh, they're really, really cool fucking people. And we had a great time. We uh, ate, ate quite a bit of good food, went to some interesting shops. It's a really nice area down there. Um, and it was just great seeing them again. You know, it's it's one of those things that sometimes you make friends that you know you're going to be friends with for the rest of your life. 
And they they are definitely it. I mean, her and my and Tamara talk on a daily basis. Her and I don't because it would be weird for me to talk be talking to someone <laughs> else's wife every single day. Um, but you know, it's, oh, is it really? I, I I don't think Jack's girlfriend counts. They're not married yet. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was a great time, and I'm really glad to see them. We're gonna make a point of it now that we're not so. Uh, that our finances are better, that we're going to make this a, uh, an every year thing rather than every two year thing. Um, one, you're going to say something, Kev? Is that where you were when you went to White Castle? Yes. Nice. Yes. On the way to, uh, on the way down. That's, that's kind of become a tradition is hitting White nice. Castle on the way down. And an interesting tradition we started on the way back. So two years ago, we're coming back and, you know, we needed, we needed to find food. We we had gone to Peddler's Village just like we did, um, you know, this year, uh, which is a really fucking cool place. And if you get down there, check it out. Peddler's Village is awesome. They had uh, scarecrows up and everything. They even had a scarecrow. Somebody made Pinhead, but he was shaving pins off his leg because he was a hell <laughs> razor. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, we're on our way back and uh, <clears throat> two years ago, and we just see we're like, fine, fuck it. We'll eat anywhere. We see McDonald's on an exit sign pull off there. I, I'm sure I was grumbling because I, I fucking hate McDonald's most of the time. We get to the stoplight. McDonald's is on our left. We can see on the other side of the road we're turning on, there's a Burger King a little ways back. We go in there. The Burger King's closed, but it all worked out because there was an Arby's behind the McDonald's. And I love Arby's. So I had Arby's. Uh, Damara and Avery had McDonald's. Fast forward two years to this past Sunday. We're driving back. We're like, man, we should have gotten something to eat. We can't find anything. Fuck it. There's a sign with McDonald's on it. Let's just pull in there. Okay. We pull in. Here I am grumbling because I didn't want McDonald's. We pull up to the to a stoplight. McDonald's is on our left. I look over there. There's a Burger King. I'm like, oh, man, if there's a fucking Arby's behind that McDonald's, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? We randomly picked the same stop <laughs> two years later. And I'm like, well, this has to be a tradition now. This has to be where we stop on our way back. It was pretty cool. Nice. We also discovered the Flying J... The Flying J rest stop, which is right before the uh, uh, New York border in Pennsylvania, uh, it's got a Denny's attached to it. They have amazing breaded chicken wings. Ooh. We stopped on the way down and on the way back. Like they remind me of McDonald's Mighty Wings. If you remember when McDonald's do. chicken wings and they were really fucking good, that's what they taste like. Yeah, we usually stop at that, that Flying J too. When we go to, to Virginia, we usually gas up there. So I know that. Know what you're talking about? Another Japan that you're talking about. Oh yeah, a uh, lots of great food. Their pizza looked great. Um, they, I even got some Nashville hot wings. You know, the only thing is everything else is really expensive in there. Like you know, a bag of beef jerky is like twenty seven dollars. So wow, yeah, outstanding. Um, <laughs> now I have a question. Um, the husband Andrew apparently is a, no. a modern day Drew. Drew. Drew, I'm sorry, you're not Andrew. I don't want to become a casualty of the vikings um sounds like he is a modern day viking-ish guy i think you've talked about it before it might actually be his religion is um, this the yes. same person or no okay yes. yes it is see not everything was lost in the concussions um and then so i mean do you have to talk him down from you know sacking the castle of white or no he would he didn't go to the castle of white with us <sighs> i'm not sure how he feels about that uh but now he he's a super chill dude uh, it's neat because he he looks kind of like Lemmy from Motorhead. No, not a lot like Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, like, and he he's got a style. Okay, he's got like every time I've seen him, he's 
blue jeans, like light, lighter colored blue jeans. He's got a, a green um, plaid, green and black plaid, a flannel tied around his waist, leather jacket, like an old style, awesome, heavy leather jacket and a leather cowboy hat. So he straight up looks like the, you know, Lemmy and not super. Just so we're clear with everybody, not Lemmy today. Yeah. Like Lemmy before he, he started. Yeah. Yes. I don't think anybody was what was thinking that. Um, but it is interesting. This amuses me. He, he, uh, he was telling me how they have this one guy that comes into their store who always tries to talk about God to him. Oh, and, God. Uh, and the guy, he's like, when that time the guy's like, yeah, do you know where you're going after you're dying? He's like, well, Valhalla, I hope. <laughs> and it just set the guy off. And he's like, I, it's so hard for me to be nice to him. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Well, that sounds like a fun trip, and I've still got to try White Castle at some point. So, I've got some in my freezer. I I don't know if I'm I'm going to eat it because, you know, we kind of had to bring it back because I, I couldn't eat it all, and then you know we put it in the fridge for a few days, and it froze at some point. I don't know when. I don't. I don't think I'm going to risk it. But I was going to say, is this going to be another uh, McRibs for the the lean times? It was really just I didn't want to throw them away because I had three left. Damara didn't eat one of hers, and Avery didn't eat one of hers. So that's five sliders. That's so much White Castle. So much. But I don't. I I, I think it would probably make me sick at this point. Gotcha. All right, moving on. Hmm. Forbes or Kev? Which one? Who's going? Perfect. I can go. I, mine's quick. I just I'm happy that uh, Halloween's here. Um, I, oh, Kev, uh, you literally looked at the 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 uh, spreadsheet and was like, "I'm just going to steal Paul's shit." Look at you go. Well, yeah. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? Nobody knows that except you and I, because nobody else looks at that. So and now everybody you. knows. <laughs> now everybody knows because you had to be a fucking dick and. You know, oh, just well, spread you know, it just around. Use the spreadsheet, if you didn't do that, like he would have known and said, well, I went to visit my friends in New Jersey, too. You know, you're asking for it by putting it all in there. That's Somebody's right. got to keep show notes, man. <laughs> right. That's right. No, I'm just happy that, you know, it's it's the right time of the season. You know, it's it's uh, it's going to be a fun time this coming weekend. Uh, it's going to be a fun time over the next week, you know, next two weeks, uh, you know. Going to a party on Saturday. Going to have another party here on the thirty first, which nobody's going to come to because everybody's backing out because it's the middle of the fucking week. Whatever, fuck them. We're going to have fun. Outstanding, Corbs. You got to be the buffer now, so I don't exactly have the same thing. <laughs> and uh, by the way, I'd like to I'd like to com- compliment you on your shirt. I like your attire yeah. tonight. I like see that? what that is. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, finally took, I finally took it out of the car. <laughs> that is uh, the Sci-Fi Horror Fest 2022 shirt? Or is that no, 20, this year? You disappeared. Yep, that's oh, yeah. 2023, but you're not going to see yeah. it because Corbs just keeps disappearing. Yeah, yeah, it's this year's, uh, it's this year's shirt. So Outstanding. Yeah, so I just I needed a shirt to wear when I was doing laundry. So What you mean to say is you're getting into the spooky season, so you threw on the spookiest shirt you own for the coolest spooky con you've been to. That's true. How'd I do? You did pretty good. (laughs) I'm sure sure they'll be uh, very happy with your uh, plugging their show for next year. A week earlier next year. 
But I'm sorry. Continue. I've just completely stepped uh, all my, over your. I like Kev is is going to be pretty easy. Um, as you guys know, I started a new job. Um, my one year anniversary is oh. next week, the 24th of next week. So I'll, I'll be at my job for a year. So. so I'm very happy. I'm very happy that I've been there a year. Doesn't seem like it's been a year, but it is has been a year, uh, and I'm just extremely happy to be where I am. So happy almost anniversary. Thank you. So I'd be happy if I worked somewhere where I could break TVs and they wouldn't fire me. Seriously, like <laughs> the, the second week, you break a, t- a, a 80, 85 inch TV. I'm just going to say, it sounds like you established dominance. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And I actually, I just, I, I just ordered another, another one for conference room that we're setting up. So nice. About that time of year again. (laughs) Coming up on my year anniversary, I got to break another TV. I'll tell tell my boss that when I'm in my uh, my one year review. So come in with your with your ladder. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. Well, congrats on the almost one year anniversary. Thank you. Uh, And mine also is uh, I'm I'm super psyched. It's Halloween season. I love this time of year, and uh, it makes it even better that. We uh we got the green light to throw a hell of a Halloween party this year. So that's been as Corb knows because he keeps texting me and asking if I've watched any wrestling and I keep telling him, Nope, I'm still working on the party prep. So uh, killing me. Yeah. There must have been something really good on collision. There was. It was right in the beginning. That's all I watched was the first segment. <laughs> I haven't gotten there still. You know what? Just a few more days, man. Maybe I'll sit down Sunday and watch last week's collision. I'll tell you, you're not missing much. Yeah, now the punks. Maybe people, maybe people in seats. That's I've heard that's missing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, a uh, whole lot's going into this party. So I hope all of you guys that are coming. I- I've heard from some of you. Some of you I haven't heard from. We'll have um, to talk about that off mic. Okay, perfect. Um. We uh, we've got some pretty cool shit planned for it, so I think we're gonna have a good time. Is there is there a contest? Is there is there is there a costume contest? Yes, there are prizes. There's awards, I should say. I don't want you thinking there's gonna be cool prizes, but there's actually awards. I saw the awards on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, because if you're following the event, Kevin, are you are you gonna come as a Magnum PI or uh, Hulk Hogan? (laughs) <laughs> those are the two he's got <laughs> it comes half and half because they're mm. both really really good yes so Paul I'm going to ask you this question because uh, I have a concern what are you going to do if it fucking rains on Saturday we have uh, that in place too we okay. uh, we have we have shelter already obviously we've got the overhang out there we've got um, indoor spots as well as um, easy ups coming just in case um, just means that I got to trade out the fire pit for an easy up if that's what it comes to. So I told Kristen we can still do the the bonfire even if it rains. We just add a splash of gasoline. So splash, this is splash. So much for the easy up, <laughs> right? <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> all right, everything's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's all fine. And the awning and <laughs> the furniture and. <laughs> So no, we got plenty of wood. We shouldn't have to go that far. 
little, little bit of the house. It's all good. Yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, that's fun. that's that's all my stuff as well. Um, I, I think this uh, Halloween discussion is going to come back around for the weekly topic. You know, teaser. <laughs> so, uh, but I think we should just keep it moving right along there, eh, fellas? Sure, sure. Um, because I'm pretty sure Jack would say that what's got him geeked is the fact that he's in Virginia with a girl. <laughs> Where is he in Virginia? Where'd they go? Oh, I'm sorry. oh I no, know. no, I, I know. screwed that up. But it's close enough to Virginia, isn't it? That's close. close They're in DC. Okay. No, I was going back to the vacation of the Virgin. And sorry, I screwed that up. But I didn't, I guess. So, anyway, is anybody else playing video games? I got to tell you something. I Uh-oh. have a gaming related story. I've not dared turn my Xbox on since I got uh, sick last week. I'm not saying I'm uh. not going to, but it just, I try, I was going to today and I'm like, you know what? I have too much shit to do tonight. I, I just, I can't, I don't want to be sick. Anyway, so I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've talked about how my favorite um, pinball machine, uh, at least virtually, is Attack from Mars. I brought that yes. up before. I, I love that that game. And I really want to play it in, the, in real life. And I have, have had trouble finding it. Now, a while back, I did discover that a bar downtown had one. And this was no. right when, yeah, when Avery was going to go get her hair done. We uh, we know somebody who rents a booth in a salon downtown, just like upstairs somewhere. And Anyway, I wasn't going to go with the girls for this. But when I found that out, I'm like, well, you know, we'll go there. I'll walk a block to this bar. I'll play the pinball machine I've been wanting to play forever um, for an hour. Two days before her appointment, they pull the pinball machine out and replace it with something else. Oh, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So, but I'm like, okay, it's it's just thing, things like this happen, you know. All right. So we're 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 in New Hope. And I pull up the pinball map and I discover that there's an arcade down there called the Delview Arcade that has Attack from Mars. So we're Saturday. We're walking around New Hope in the morning, and we decide, you know, when it opens at ten, we're going to walk down there, and I'm going to finally play my pinball machine. We get there, walk in the the open doors, and they're like, "Oh, are you with the party?" I'm like, what? What do you mean? I look oh, no. over. There's Attack from Mars. I can see it. It's right in front of me. It's right in front of the place. She goes, "Oh, we we have a, a private party right now. Ooh. Nobody else can come in." I'm like. Yes, I'm with the right, party. Right there, right there. Seriously, I came from Syracuse, New York to play this pinball machine. She's like, I'm sorry, we, we can't let anyone in until after this party's done. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I, so I just walked over. She let me, I said, can I take a picture of it? She's like, yeah. I walk over, I take a picture of it. It looks beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. And then I leave and I'm, I'm quiet. <laughs> and Tamara's like, we can come back. And I'm like, listen, you know what? We don't know how our day is going to work. We're driving 40 minutes. We're going to a mall. We're going to have dinner. We don't know what we're doing. I'm not going to fuck up the day so I can play a fucking pinball machine, you know? So let's let's not plan on it. And if we have time to do it, okay, that's awesome. We go do our thing. Turns out we did have time. And around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we go back to New Hope. I walk into the place. They don't ask me if I'm with the party. I turn and I look at that beautiful attack uh, from Mars pinball machine, and there's an out of order sign on it. Between Aww. when I was there in the morning and then somebody broke the fucking pinball machine. 
And at this point, I had joked earlier in the day about how I feel like, you know, fate is like trying to stop me from playing this game. And, and Damara's like, oh, that that's just ridiculous, right? She, we're standing there. She's like, okay, I get where you're coming from now. I'm kind of <laughs> getting the same feeling too. Cause I just, I, I don't know, man. What What's the deal? What did I do? It's just a pinball machine. Why can't I play it? <laughs> you can, but you have to play it virtually. The, the only shining star in, in this whole thing is since we went back, Avery wanted to play. So we couldn't just leave. And they had two other machines there, uh, one based on the movie The Dark Knight, the Christian Bale Batman movie, and Monopoly. Um, I played Monopoly once. Monopoly sucks. I'm never going to play it again. Um, the Dark Knight, however, is a really cool machine with a lot of cool mechanics and moving parts and shit. Uh, even right there, I started being able to replicate things, do them over and over, which, you know, that's kind of how you start to learn the table. When I got home, I knew that the Dark Knight existed digitally. I just hadn't installed it. I didn't know anything. about. I mean, I like Batman, but I didn't know anything about the pinball table. That kind of threw me... <laughs> Sorry, threw me back into working with uh, VPX. And uh, I mean, the day we got back, um, I got it up and running on my table. Mm. And it's nice. it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, not quite the same. I, I don't want to say I can't replicate some of the certain shots. I just can't replicate them with as much consistency. But that could have as much to do with, you know, the view of the table because you can you, you can adjust the table. It might be slightly off from what it is in the arcade anyway. Um, so that's kind of neat. I've been installing pinball tables for the past couple of days. That's my gaming week. Very cool. Um, I'm still forging ahead on um, Barisex 3. I mean, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. <clears throat> I wasn't even going to ask. Because um, clearly at this point, you're not interested in finding the Barisex, So, um, I don't know if it's a finding it or if it's a character thing. And I think the character, that like the druid who can turn into a bear... I don't use him, so I wonder if that's why it's not happening. Like, uh, he just maybe. sits in my camp and just hangs out along with the other, like, five guys that I'm not using. Um, but I finally did, just today, um, start Act 2. So I'm finally out of Act 1. Finish that. I, I'm... I think I'm mid 70-plus hours at this point because I haven't... Because of all the, the, the stuff for uh, the party, I haven't had time to play. But he says, "Yeah, seventy hours says otherwise." Well, that's—I mean, uh, as of last week's recording, I was already over seventy hours. Mm. So, so you've gone back in time? No, I said seventy plus. That's still because I. So I he, didn't he hasn't check. reached eighty hours in the past. No, week. I haven't made it that far. Um, but I, I was at the precipice of Act Two, so I jumped back last week. And finished up some stuff in places that I'd already been just to make sure I didn't miss too much. And But of course, as soon as I started Act 2 today, I was reading another forum that told me there was a whole section in the Underdark I missed. So, no, I can't go back because it's Act uh, 2. But that's all right. I'm probably on my on play to, playthrough number 2. Because this, uh, now, the next time I want to I wanna do a completely different kind of character, I think I want to do a, a, a rogue. Huh? So. A tiefling? Although they do look really fucking cool in that game. Mm. Uh, no, I, I actually am probably going to be a drow. Like one of the dark elves. So, mm. 
um because they get inborn like powers and shit that none of the other ones get so mm. i want to try that out but for me that's all there's i've had no other time for any of the other nonsense um i'm assuming the other two wait no no never mind kevin it looks like you have something in the list here before i speak for you guys oh i just resurrected resurrected an old uh android game um it's actually cross-platform it's on ios and android um fall uh fallout shelter um just jump back talked into about it. that before yeah nice yep i i don't know I, I played it since it came out years and years and years and years ago um just i it, i have a i have a fully completed uh shelter or uh um uh what do you call them the God, it's a it's a fallout shelter. It's a underground bunker? dwelling bomb bunker. bunker bomb shelter. Yeah, it's a it's a it's fully completed, and I just, I mean, at this point, I go in and I tell them what to do, and they just go and do it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I, I haven't created a new, a new, um, a new one in a long time. Gotcha. It's one of those games you can go back to play it for a little while until it really starts to fucking piss you off and then you delete it from your phone and then come back you know a year later and play it for a few more weeks certainly you can you can or you can install you can install an android uh emulator on your computer you can play it on your computer full screen nice i don't think you need an you can download that from steam it's free you can actually there is a windows version now so it's a windows game so you can do Steam or you can do a Windows game. There's there's multiple ways you can do it now. Standing. Yep. It's free. It's fun. Nice. Now Corbs, you haven't you're not playing anything, right? No, I feel left out now. No, you're not you're not collecting spoons or anything? No, no, I've given up on my cooking game. I haven't played that in a while. <laughs> my son's been playing uh the new Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, he was playing it this morning or today when I got home from work. He was there's like a story mode you can play in it now. Hmm. It's weird. It's not just like the fighting game like you used to get in the arcades. It's like a, you can like run around and you still you still fight, but you can run around those missions to do and stuff like that. So he's been doing that because I guess I want to say this weekend or next weekend or some weekend or the next month or so, his friend is going to be hosting like a tournament for it. Nice. So he's brushing out. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't know if this really counts as gaming, but uh, on our way back, I decided to to play my playlist instead of my wife's playlist, and I plugged my new Pixel Eight Pro into our car, and fucking Android Auto popped up, and that is really cool. All of a sudden, it's it's navigating us home on our screen it's playing mm. my music and, and i'm just like what i didn't set any of this up it just did it nope it switches over that's, that's awesome really cool nice very cool all right well i think it's time to uh jump right into kev's tabletop review
All right. So I kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit earlier when I said what I've been playing, because tonight's tabletop game is Fallout Shelter, the board game. Now, I got to I got to tell you a little bit about this game, the way it's designed. First of all, you do not have to know Fallout the game. You do not have to have played Fallout Shelter, the, the mobile phone game. They help, obviously, because it helps you understand exactly what's going on with the whole after the, you know, the bomb drops, you know, the nuclear bombs drop and and they end up in these shelters and you have to, you know, do what you got to do to survive. The video games are what happens when people come back out of the shelters and go to the wasteland. Fallout shelter on the mobile devices is when people stay in the shelters and they have to build out and survive by staying in the shelter. This game is really that mobile game, but on a tabletop for, and, you know, Board Game Geek says two to four players. I'm going to say, based on what I've seen and what I've read, it's one to four players. I believe that there's a way to play this game as a single player, and it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. So the way this is based is it's kind of based on the mobile game, but like I say, you really don't have to know how the mobile game plays in order to play this. You get the uh, same sort of shelter layout. You have the um, you have the elevator down the center, and you have to build out the different rooms, the um, garden rooms, the um, the water, the the nuclear power. So you have power. The the lunch rooms. So you have food. Nuka Cola. So you have food and water. There's different rooms you build out, and the way you win is to build out six different rooms on your level, whether you're playing single player or multiple player. Um, every If you play multiplayer, everybody gets a different level. Very, very cool progression. You have uh, special cards for the things you find in the wasteland. Those could be weapons. Those could be clothes. Those could be um, pets. And what they do is they help you uh, fight off the different creatures that come into the shelter and um, try to kill you. So the way the game progresses is you have to, the idea behind the game is the uh, the overseer, which is the person that is responsible for the shelter, has passed away, got sick, died, whatever. Now it's a competition to see who can make everybody the happiest. You make people the happiest by doing the different tasks within the game and playing through the game. So a, a typical hand is placing your characters. You have little, you know, little, um, a little pieces that, little seven little pieces that are that represent the different characters you have. Um, you place them on the different cards. They could be in the um, garden or in the um, lunchroom, and they may collect uh, different things for energy or for food or for water. And then you use those pieces to buy other rooms or to buy the tokens that uh, the characters or you spend the token, spend the tokens to get the characters out in the wasteland to get your, your prizes back. So uh, I know I'm being very brief about this game, but trust me when I say this game is pretty freaking cool. If you've played either of these games, you know that the way you find things in the wasteland or the way you find things in fallout shelter, the mobile game is sometimes those things are in lunch boxes. Look at this game up. It is packaged in a tin 
lunchbox. Nice. The packaging looks so freaking cool on the shelf. I see it and I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? It was perfect. A couple of dice, a couple of different kinds of cards, the little energy pieces, like I said, four different colored um, little tokens for the the uh, the characters for the for the different players and it's just it's perfect if you are interested in this game even a little bit if you if you look it up look at look at some of the um the video playthroughs look at this, some of the unboxings look at some of the reviews and then take a look at the mobile game if you've got an ios device or an android device you can get it for free and uh there's also a windows store app that um that for for fallout shelters so you can play the game on your computer if you have a windows computer um and just play through a couple of a couple of hours of it, a few minutes of it if you want, um, and see if it's something interesting to you. If you even have a little bit of interest in it, get the tabletop game and play it with your friends. Because I got to tell you, this game is it is designed well. It looks really nice. It really does a phenomenal job of replicating the the mobile game. So. Uh, let me run through some stats for you. Boardgamegeek.com, like I said, they say um, it gives a 7.2 out of 10 for um, uh, overall reviews. They say two to four players, the best being three. I'm telling you, by what I've seen, this is a one to four player game. So you can actually play a solitaire game with us. Uh, 69, 60 to 90 minute playtime, ages 14 and up. Weight 2.01 to 5. So you're going to get up mm -hmm. to speed on it really quick. Even if you don't uh, have any uh, familiarity with Fallout um, on, a, on the, on the uh, PC, playing the full PC game, or or, or um, it's actually on consoles also, or the Fallout Shelter on, on the mobile, you'll still pick it right up really quick. Um, sorry about that. I just tapped my mic. Um, the... Game mechanisms I wanted to go through. Uh, dice rolling, so there's dice involved. End game bonuses, so as you as you finish your hand, as you finish hands across um, all players, at the end there's bonuses that you can you can reap the rewards from. Uh, layering in that there's um, skills that build and help you gain more points each hand so there's a little bit of a layering aspect to it so building your hand up a little bit kind of like a like a like a engine type um modular board so in other words you don't really have a board layout you actually build it each time you go um turn order as i already mentioned uh worker placement those are the little tokens i mentioned you have to place them and you place them based on where you place them you get different uh different um uh, returns um very very fun uh, on the expensive side though where i saw it in the mall at the game store i, I found it at it was 40 dollars on the shelf on amazon i can't find it for less than like 42 dollars um there are a couple un uh, unopened games on ebay 30 to 35 dollars but they're anywhere from uh, eight to ten dollars for shipping, so you're still at forty dollars. Um, I don't think you're going to find this game for less than that. Probably only going to appeal to someone that has played this game, either the video game or the mobile game. Um, but trust me when I say this is a fun-looking game. 
The last thing I want to say about this game is that there was a group of four guys that play this on Twitch. They played this on Twitch and they have a, they have a digital version that they put together so that you could actually see how the game played through. Um, I want to give you their names, B and B tabletop on Twitch and it's uh, beer and barrel. And they, it looks like they play on Sunday nights. So they did a playthrough and they recorded it on YouTube. Just a phenomenal playthrough. I would suggest looking up uh, Beer and Barrel and, and find these guys to watch the playthrough. That will tell you if it's a game that you're interested in. Um, but, but, but very, very, very fun looking game. Before I go, I want to give a mention for a game that actually fits the season. It's a game I've reviewed in the past, and that game is One Night Werewolf. Find this in your local game store. This is a lot of fun. This has this is the game that has the mobile phone app that goes along with it. It tells you exactly what to do. Um, play it with three or four or five or six of your best friends. It's a lot of fun. It's not that expensive. Um, it'll fit the season. And guess what? It's coming with me this weekend. So maybe we'll get a chance to play a little bit of it. That's my review. All right. I, I like that. I like I like that game when we played it that, that yeah, night. That was fun. We did yeah. have a lot of fun with that. Uh I think that could be fun at, at the uh the the Halloween party this weekend. I've already been thinking about how we can have a uh, designated gaming section set up. So nice. I have a plan, even with lights this time. Oh, with lights! That yes. I was gonna, I was gonna request that actually. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, both of those uh, lanterns that I tried to bring out last time that wouldn't work when we were trying to finish our Splendor game uh, have fresh batteries and charges on them now. Oh, so. nice. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, speaking I think of, that's a good time. Speaking of Splendor. Speaking of... Speaking of Splendor, I actually uh, I bought it for my my son and I. I think I, I mentioned you guys in our chat that I I did buy it. So, but I also um, bought Splendor Duels. <laughs> did you nice. really? I got them both. Yeah, <laughs> he's Splendor Duels coming. We'll be here. Uh, well, when you record this, it'll be on it'll be Thursday, so it should be here when I get home from work. So, so I'm hoping maybe uh, my son and I play Splendor just about every night. Nice. Wow. Uh, word of warning. Do not challenge Kathy. She <laughs> is brutal. My, my son, uh, you say that, my son. So you get the noble cards at the top, the, the ones that you got to get a certain number of chips or cards or whatever. He always is going for those cards. And there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, if he gets enough of the of the cards and chips on stuff to get the he gets them. He ends up getting like two out of the three, and I have to fight to get the third one from him to keep it from getting it so but it's a great time we uh we've been playing like i said we probably try to play it at least once a night so uh that's a great game kevin you recommended it so but yeah so i, I did actually uh pick up splendor duel also that's awesome i mean paul and i found it um it was one of the games that we played uh at his friend's place um we went at that, that one gaming that day that day we went for gaming uh, his friend that has the um, the emulators, all the emulators, and a lot of board games, mm -hmm. and uh, we we found it there. Uh, Paul kicked everybody's asses um, the first time we played it, and uh, you know then right after that, he and I both bought different versions, and we're just you know hook line and sinker. That's that's good. Now we have 
you know, we have plenty of splendor <laughs> to go around. Right. Yeah. We have them all. <laughs> we all have right. many splendored group of people. Yes. There you go. Many a many splendored podcast. No? Mm. No? Mm. Okay. <laughs> all right i think it's a good time to throw it to break stick with us guys and we'll be right back with the news hi this is craig palmer if you ever aspire to be a wrestler come on down to upstate wrestling entertainment located at 1121 glenwood avenue in we're open every tuesday and thursday from 6 30 p.m till 9 p.m Come on Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Before you go to New York Comic Con and take a big dump on the floor, here's the news. First up, deadly when Chuck Norris trains you. Anything less than a headshot's a failure. Chuck Norris and Vanilla Ice will be playing themselves as part of an organization that trains celebrities to be secret agents to fight an imminent zombie apocalypse in the upcoming movie Zombie Plane. Do I even need to say anything else? What in the George Romero rolling in his grave? Fuck. The film completed filming in Australia earlier this year. So this is done. Not a fever dream. Not a horrible concept. Someone actually got suckered into paying for this movie to be completed. We are getting this movie. And we will have to watch. Because Chuck Norris and Vanilla Ice versus zombies. <laughs> God, I hate myself. <laughs> Next up, that's what teachers do best. Fourth graders in Miami Springs re received a shock last week after they saw a severely inappropriate movie during math class. The kids had chosen the movie, and the teacher queued up Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, thinking it was a normal Pooh movie. Even after realizing this was not a film about cute animals finding Pooh honey, but instead a horror movie where Pooh and Piglet murder and eat the denizens of the 100-acre wood and then begin to stalk and torture humans that wander in because they're angry Christopher Robin grew up and left them, that he decided to let the movie play for half an hour. I mean, in essence, I approve. But the real controversy is, why were they watching a movie in math class? English, social studies, even science? That makes sense. Every once in a while, a teacher needs a break and does a movie day. But math teachers? 
They're fucking sadists. They relish in the desperation and confusion of young minds. They should never want to do a movie day. To be honest, 30 minutes of math would have done far more emotional damage to me. Cannibal Holocaust is less traumatic than math class. And finally, to crush your enemies, give them salmonella, and to hear the lamentations of their women. Arnold Schwarzenegger has given up more details about the brutal filming of Conan the Barbarian. Beyond the stunt work, which included crawling over rocks until his forearms bled, being bitten by wild dogs and pulled into a thorn bush, there was one scene that PETA would definitely not approve today. Remember that scene where he's chained to the tree and has to bite a chunk out of the vulture to stop it from trying to eat him? Yeah, that was a real dead vulture. A real dead vulture. He actually had to bite a chunk out of it and rinse his mouth with alcohol between each take. Between each take! They had to do it multiple times. Fuck that shit. And that's the news, kids. Now, I need to go buy my tickets for San Diego Comic-Con and book my dinner reservations the night before at Edgar's Explosive Tacos and Mexican Restaurant. Paul? In other news, <laughs> spat out food is called chanking. Back to you, no. Corbs. No. No. I don't know what the hell your problem is. <laughs> I don't know where you come up with this shit. I got All a right. book. In a book? I got you know a book. To, you know how to read a book? Mm-hmm. All right. So, sports, not much going on. So, um, I'll touch on Lexi Thompson playing in the men's uh, tournament last weekend. Uh, she did not make the cut. Um, the cut was like plus or minus two. She ended up even. She had, she had opening around 73, which was two over. Um, she did shoot a 69 the second day, which was two under, so it made her even for the for the tournament. She did not make the tournament, but they're saying that it was a, a positive, so it may actually lead to a, her being invited to a few more tournaments. Um, not going to be like the major tournaments or anything like that. I mean, she could technically – qualify for the men's US Open by playing in the, the qualifiers for it. So if she wanted to, she could do that. But she's not I mean she's not gonna do she won't do that because the weekend after I think is the women's US Open. So um other than that there is not too much going on. Hockey started up. Uh Vancouver is two and one. That's the team I root for, which everybody's like, why do you root for Vancouver? Well I've started rooting for Vancouver when the Syracuse Crunch uh, first became a hockey team here in Syracuse. Their farm team, or their parent team, I guess you call it, would be the Vancouver Canucks. So I started liking them at that time. So, and I've just always stayed with them after that, even through the, the bad times, which have been lately. Um, so, I mean, baseball, you got the playoffs going on. You got the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. The Phillies are up 2 nothing. You got the Rangers and the Orioles. I think I'm not sure, which is kind of weird. Um, but the Rangers are leading that series too. Uh, the two best teams in each division lost in the champ in the uh, championship series. So the first round, both teams had over 100 wins. They were out in the first round. One of them was the Dodgers. Um, they last couple years they've lost in the first round, so they're kind of like, oh, they can't win the big game and all that crap. Now three years ago they won the whole thing, so. I mean, it's not like they're a feudal franchise. They've won championships. So let's, you know, 
get off that bandwagon. Um, the other team in the American League was the Baltimore Orioles, who have been the doormat of the league for the past 20-something years, you know, sparingly making the playoffs here and there. But they have done well in the draft and um, built their team up through that. They've got a bunch of young kids that are playing well right now. So it'd be nice to watch them next year. Uh, hopefully they can duplicate the the same uh, effect, the same results. Uh, it was nice to see the Yankees not make the playoffs. Paul, you'll appreciate that as a Red Sox fan, although you didn't make the playoffs either. So <laughs> you finished below the Yankees, which is always not good. But um, so, but in the out of the East, you had three teams make the playoffs this year: Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. The only two teams that didn't make it were the two teams that everybody figures to make it are the Yankees and the Red Sox. So. Right. Um, so that was good. Um, other than that, there's not too much going on. Uh, PGA champion, uh, PGA golf season starts up again this week. They're, it's weird. Their uh, their season goes from middle of October through the end of August, beginning of September. So they don't. It's not like year thing. It's not like 2024. It starts in the end of 2023 and goes to. September of the next year. So that starts up this week. So a lot of guys are getting back into the swing of things. So um, they're playing over in Taiwan, Japan. It's the Zuzu Championships. So um, they'll be on bright and early tomorrow morning. Actually, tonight, 11 o'clock, it comes on. So I'll be having on when I go to bed tonight to watch it. So other than that, not too much. Uh, so I got really don't have much. So, all right. Well, it looks like we can probably take it right back to break since Jack's not here to do trivia. Oh, 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 oh wait. Oh, I have no. trivia. I have trivia. Trivia. So, I guess let's hit the theme music and it'll be trivia time with you. guys so we're, we're gonna do this the same format jack does it uh corbs pick a number one to three two you bastard <laughs> what real life serial killer was the texas chainsaw massacre partially based on uh what's his name ed something come on come on you can do I it say, i want to say i want to say garen but i don't think that's his last name his first name is ed i know that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember his last. I know it starts with a G. Mm-hmm. I know. Paul, what yeah. is it? Ed Gein. Gein. G-E-I-N. Gein. 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 Okay. That's right. Okay. Uh, Kev, one or three. Michael Myers makes his living in what town? Oh, shit. I don't know. Oh, um, Mexico, New York. I don't know. <laughs> it's someplace in Indiana. Is it Haddonfield? See, I didn't get to finish typing. I was gonna say I knew that one too. Man, I don't know that one. I'm not gonna know Haddonfield. Okay, it, it, but it, but it is based in Indiana, Illinois. Illinois, Illinois. Haddonfield, Illinois. Okay. All right, Paul, you get number three. What brand of toy is Chucky from the Child's Play series? The good guys. 
That's right. He is a good guy doll. Look at that. Those weren't too hard. They were fun and we got through it quickly. And finally, <laughs> on this day in history, in 2023, I ate half a sub from the Lucky 7 convenience store for lunch. Also on this day in 2023, I had Chinese food for dinner. Paul? <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. All right. Stick with us, guys, after I tell you what your weekly topic is. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> um. All right. So sticking with the with the whole theme, um, I want to know, guys, what is your Halloween tradition slash how did I how did I say it? Tradition slash what? Yearly routine. Yearly routine. And the boys will answer that when we return. Stick with us. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. time for our weekly topic so i wanted to know guys what is your halloween night tradition slash corbs help me out yearly routine Yearly routine <laughs> jesus I just, that's one of the words that apparently i've lost with the concussions it's just <laughs> just start doing charades when you you can't remember a word we'll figure it out <laughs> all right kev you already threw your hand up i guess that means you want to go first Hugh, you're assuming that he has any fucking clue what he wants to say because charades would mean he would have to be able to portray whatever <laughs> I'd have he to have a to plan. Say. <laughs> there's there's nothing. I, I I've witnessed this. There's nothing there. When it, when it, when those those pockets hit, yeah, he's right. It's it's just a fucking blank. So so yeah. So at least as long as we've been in this house, which we've been here since one um in the house we, we own currently now here in mexico we have had a tradition where we have people over for halloween 
And um, we all sit around and drink and play games, do whatever, and have a great time as the kids come up and, and get candy. Now you think, well, what, what the hell? It's, that's no big deal, right? Well, the, the, the fun part is watching my wife give candy to these kids because she just has the greatest time with it. And pre-pandemic, we were at 350 or so kids every Halloween. I mean, Jesus. we just, the street I live on here in the village, it's just, it's, they, they bring them by the van load. They drop them off and here they come. So what that really means was really, really fun costumes. I mean, we saw, see all sorts of stuff, you know, the parents and the kids all dressing up together or, you know, kids with these really, really cool, um, you know, one-off costumes. It was, it's always been, it's always been fun and interesting. Um, and it, it's, it's always a good time this year. It falls on a, what was it? Tuesday or something. Yeah. So we're going to have a very thin uh, uh, participation this year, but we're still going to stay up and, and give out candy for sure. So, but, but every year and it, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Okay. I'll go. Um, I feel like we get this question every year around this time. I didn't think I'd asked this specific one before, but you know, I don't think it was part of the weekly topic because there may not have been a weekly topic, but we've definitely gone over this like seven times. <laughs> um, so I don't know that we have. I mean, traditions usually seem like something more more specific. I mean, you know, we we always decorate our house like crazy. Um, usually like the day or a day or two after Labor Day this year, you know, COVID messed that all up and our, our decorations, we were in October before we got stuff up, which sucked. Um, and then on the day of, um, I, I don't know if it's a tradition. I think we'll build traditions once Avery is old enough not to be trick-or-treating because right now it's kind of complicated. Um, tomorrow we'll take Avery to another neighborhood, you know, where there actually is candy while mm -hmm. I'll stay at our house and hand out candy. Um, we don't really get good costumes i mean more than half the kids that show up um are there in their regular street clothes with a uh, a pillowcase or something they they just don't even try it's pathetic it pisses me off and then we'll get the family with uh you know a bunch of young kids who actually have you know like walmart costumes or whatever which is perfectly fine don't want to say anything bad yeah. about that uh, i just i wish we got more of a, of a mix of people who make their own stuff, cool stuff like what Kevin's talking about because we rarely see anything cool here. Uh, I still enjoy giving the candy out to, to the kids. I enjoy yelling at the kids who try to grab more than one and shaming them um, because we give out full size candy bars. So motherfucker, you're not taking two fucking Snickers. <laughs> you know that's that's it. Don't don't even try. Last year I told the kid I like at ah, just one, and he was like, <laughs> I love Snickers. Just saying. Yeah, that, that was definitely worth interrupting me. I appreciate that, Kevin. Anyway, uh, but uh, and then when she gets back um, with Avery, she'll hand out candy and Avery and I will walk around our neighborhood, knock on, you know, 20 or 30 doors, have two or three people actually open up the door. Uh, they generally proceed to dump an entire bowl of candy into her bag because they've gotten no trick-or-treaters. And it's funny that given halloween's our favorite holiday and we pour so much energy and money into it the actual night itself is pretty blah for us unfortunately oh. i'm hoping once uh once sorry fucking covid um once avery's old enough that we don't have to do that maybe we can 
do more stuff together at the house. Like, you know, we've talked about having all of our stuff and putting up a thing down the driveway, like a little scary walk and all that shit. But I, I can't really do that all by myself. You know, we, it, you know, eventually she'll get the age where she's not going to trick or treat and I'll have more manpower here or woman power, as it were, uh, to assist me in doing something cool. Nice. Corbs? Uh, mine's pretty, uh, pretty lame if you want my honest opinion. I feel like, you know, the odd man out here. I, uh, my tradition is, is I turn off all lights in my house and sit in my room. Um, <clears throat> that's, Go ahead. You can come over to my house. See, I was just going to make the same offer. Um, because my Halloween night is waving goodbye to Kristen and the kids and whoever else is off gallivanting with them to do the actual trick-or-treating. And then I man, not my front door, but my driveway, where I will set up a table that has all the candy up there for them to grab their, their one or two pieces or whatever we have out. And then I have my outdoor speakers playing my Halloween mix with my fire pit in the front and my fat ass sat around and drinking beer and hanging out and interacting with all the folks and stuff. And it's, it's a good time. I have a lot of fun. Um, used to be my dad would, would pilot the, the front door because for a while the kids would still just walk past me sitting there. We, uh, it was last year was interesting because we almost had a, a toddler walk into the fire. So that was, you know, good. He, uh, oddly enough, he was dressed as a moth. It was, it was weird. <laughs> um, that part's not true, but the kid walking, almost walking into the fire pit is true. Um, but, uh, and, uh, nowadays I'll get at least one person. Usually my mom will come out and she used to like go with Kristen with the kids. And now she just hangs out around the fire with me and hands out candy. <laughs> so, so, uh, I, I, I have a good time. Even in the rain, I'll stay right out there. And usually I'll do a little something to dress up. I've got like a, Captain America hoodie that looks like Captain America's costume with the hood and everything supposed to be the mask. And maybe I'll put that on or actually I'll throw one of my costumes on and hang out, have a good old time. But it's usually just me out there or, or the, the neighbor guy across the street because his wife will be off with Kristen with their, her, their daughter and doing their thing. So he'll come over, but then he got mad because someone like ran his table and took all his candy while he was over (laughs) at my house. So but much like you, Hugh, we don't get a lot of ingenuity. It all looks like it's like off the rack costumes and everything. But when again, perfectly fine. But I, I want to see cool shit too. But my favorite part is the uh, the young moms who will be dressed up and have a good time. We'll usually ask for a, a drink or so, you know. So I always have extra on me. It's it's good times. It's fun. Um, and then inevitably at some point in the evening Kristen's gonna call and tell me I have to come pick her up so she can come back and go pee but (laughs) so now I gotta ask you because you said oh I just sit around and have a really good time have you ever wondered did the people that come to your house think oh hey up here here's the drunk guy that gives out candy and has has a fire going he's really cool maybe and I'm okay with that if that's like the legend in the neighborhood is the, the drunk guy with the fire with the good candy because I'm, I'm another one that's adamant like I'm not gonna have like shitty candy like it's got to be good candy I'm not buying full-size candy bars but <laughs> I don't have good candy at least no whoppers no would usually those get like thrown into the fire not really but... so I used to like when my son was younger 
and he he doesn't eat candy. That's that's the thing. He doesn't eat candy. Like he'll get candy. He'll go with his friends and he'll go trick or treating or whatever. He, and he'll give all of his candy away. Excellent. So he doesn't really do trick or treating. But when he was younger, we used to go to my buddy Justin's house and would walk around. Him and I would walk around with the kids, and his wife would stay at home and stuff. But they did the same thing that you were talking about. They're like they got like every other house, every third house was a group of dads sitting out there pounding beer, not pounding beers, but drinking beers in a fire pit. And you, you walk up and the kids come get candy and they're like, here, here's one for you. You take that, drop it off at the next guy's house. (laughs) They haven't, they haven't like planned out. So I I know what you guys are talking about. I mean, I've done that before, but I've done the opposite side of it. I've been the guy walking. Yeah. Getting the beers on the way through. Yeah. So there, there are definitely some pours that happen throughout the evening. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. So yep. what you're saying is your son's kind of like the patron saint of candy. Yes. He it away. He's candy Christ. <laughs> huh? Uh, candy oh, Christ. No. There's a title. Oh, let me type. <laughs> there's a title. Yep. <laughs> I like that one. Um, <laughs> all right. That's a good one. Can, um, can I just add? Can I just add one more thing? Sure. To the, to the Halloween evening festivities, my favorite part of the evening, and and it only typically happens on the warm Halloweens. If it's cold, you know, snowing, whatever, this never happens. If it's rainy, you know, if it's sixty degrees and dreary, like it's going to be on Tuesday, it probably won't happen. But when it's warm, after eight o'clock. That's when the little horrors show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you mean? The Eighteen older, to eighty, yep. dressed like a streetwalker. What if they Never really fails. are hookers who are just looking, or homeless people looking for a meal? Not looking for a meal. They just want some candy. Trust me, or a shot. <laughs> I can't say that that happens here. Oh yeah. <laughs> hold on sorry i'm adding in more stuff <laughs> and then the horrors show up <laughs> that's when the horrors show up. <laughs> all right well that one had legs i like it so let's bring this thing home uh guys what are you watching don't all I, jump I, in at once i i've only got one thing I, kathy and i haven't really been watching anything new or different um we we have been watching gen v though I know I mentioned it last week and it just gets better and better. If you like the boys, you're going to love Gen V. It's the same kind of crazy, just off the freaking wall. These are superheroes that shouldn't be superheroes. You know, they have superpowers and they just abuse the hell out of them. It's, it's really, really good. It's really, and there's, and there's some good development going on. There's, there's, there's a couple of things going on. It's, it makes it, makes the story worthwhile. And there's some good characters in here that you're really going to like. So, so do not you have to watching watch, Gen do you, V. You have to watch the boys to be able to watch Gen V. Is no. it recommended no. or anything like that? Okay. No. Because I, I started if, watching the boys and I, I haven't gotten all the way through it. It, it. If you know what the boys is about, if you understand the premise of, of the boys, then you'll get it. From, from the minute one. The the bulk of Gen V happens between season three and season four of The Boys. Okay. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat, Corbs. I think I made it through two episodes of The Boys, and it's it got chalked up to no one else could watch it. Like, obviously, the kids are not going to watch that show. Right. And then Kristen was just was completely turned off to it by episode two. Yeah, mine was just the fact that it, you, you, I get so much watching so many different things that there's just not enough time in the in the day to watch it. And then, of course, summer hits and you're never, I'm never home. Right. I'm always out golfing or or whatever. So then there's just no time to do anything. So I got like six, eight months, however long it snows in Syracuse. It depends on the year. <laughs> to catch up on all your stuff. To catch up on all my shows. So and that's when all the new sh- that's when all the shows that you're watching before come back out. So you're catching up on those. So I don't know. But uh, I want to get back into watching the boys. Actually I was sitting here on uh on Saturday morning before I had something going on Saturday afternoon. And I was like, I got to find something to watch. And I was telling Bryce, I said, I should start watching the boys again. And then I, I watched something else. <laughs> Actually, I know what I watched. I was going to talk about it. So. All right. Well, why don't you? All right. So I ended up watching for finally watched John Wick four. Nice. Uh, great ending to the, well, supposed ending to the, to the series. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, I don't think so either. You, I, no, I, no, the directors talked about like you know up to number nine now. They're they're not. Geez, oh my god! So it was. Are it we was at least some... in like day two? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Uh, like I don't if you guys, I know you guys have some of you guys have seen. I don't know if Paul has seen. I know Kev, you've seen. I haven't seen up, up to four. three. I haven't seen four. I haven't seen okay. I've seen one. Yeah, it's 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 the same stuff. It's action packed. You know, he basically kills everybody and stuff like that. But it's it's good. Um, I, Way to give it away. <laughs> so yeah, so kill everybody. Just kills everybody. I mean, there's there's no there's no rhyme or reason. He just kills everybody. Um. So yeah, so I watched that. I, I watched a few other movies. Um. I've been watching a few old '80s movies. I watched the movie Wildcats. Wow. With Goldie Hawn, the old football movie. Yes. Yeah, I watched that. It was on uh, HDNet movies one day, and I turned it on. I was watching that. That was uh, I enjoyed that movie. That was pretty. It's always pretty funny to watch that movie. Um, you go back and you look at some of the actors that, that are in it. You had freaking Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes are in it. Um, stuff like that. So I, I watched that um, last week a little. I recorded it and watched it. I think last Sunday or something like that before football started or whatever. So. Um, so yeah, so I watched those two, and then uh, I finally finished Dead City. Nice. So, and I watched another episode of Daryl. I gotta watch another one. You're ahead of me. I'm still like ten minutes into the first oh, one. That's so good. It's just oh. it's another one. It's a casualty of time. Yep. So that's it for me. All right. All right. Well, I have quite a bit to talk about but i'm gonna kind of cram it all in together because it all kind of goes together um ran across a documentary the other day um called more brains now who remembers return of the living dead mm-hmm. okay love that movie did not know a few years back they did a documentary called more brains which is basically uh an hour and a half ish uh interviews with everybody including our friend i forget his name john john russo um was heavily (laughs) featured in it and uh it was just really cool to hear all the behind the scenes stories and all the actors participated it was awesome um but that led me on a bit of a rabbit hole 
So I uh, started searching because I know that the the unofficial Night of the Living Dead universe is much bigger than just the films Romero did because uh, the Return of the Living Dead series was created by the guy that holds half the rights. Now, if you don't know this, Romero took the of the dead name and he took the the Living Dead. Um, so so they're while they're not technically in the same universe, they also come from the same universe. But there's a ton of other unofficial sequels because Night of the Living Dead was never copyrighted. So anybody can make a movie, you know, their own version of it. So there's lots of things that and I'm not talking just like like indie amateur films. I'm saying, you know, films that were actually made like The Day of the Dead, the sci-fi channel made and stuff like that. As I was reading this article that laid out all of these other films that are kind of part of that family, one came up. And I was like, what? Some guy who made a couple um, porn films made Erotic Nights of the Living Dead, which is included, at least in this article on, I think it was IGN, uh, as part of this whole family of uh, spinoffs. I had to go see. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it what I think it is? I'm going to tell you, I had to pull up the name of the movie because it's in my recycle bin. I've been leaving it in my recycle because I wasn't leaving it on my computer. Uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, put it in the recycle bin. I'll dump the recycle bin tonight. I skipped through this movie because I, I didn't want to watch it. And I'm glad that I did because I think it's in a different language. This is straight up porn. Straight up porn for like three quarters of the movie. Just porn scene after porn scene. And I'm not talking about like R-rated. I'm talking like dicks and mouths and penetration and or else everything. And then in the last quarter of the or third of the movie, they go to this island and zombies show up and eat everybody. And I'm just I granted, I skipped through this this hour and a half movie in probably 10, 15 minutes because I just wanted to see. It. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Really? I I don't know that I would have known more. I would have had more of a grasp on the concept of the movie if I had watched the whole thing because it's dick, boobs, dick, pussy, dick, ass, zombies. And then it's over. Anyway, I'm just shocked that it was actually made. You know, you'd think that nowadays if they did that, there'd be like zombie strippers and there'd be sex with the zombies and then there'd be like a, some stupid Bonzo storyline straight out of the Sharknado playbook. But no, this was, hey, let's throw zombies at the end of a porn movie. Anyway, the same article also led me to another movie called Flesh Eater, um, which is really interesting because I, do you guys remember the movie, the original Night of the Living Dead? Do, do you remember the very first zombie that shows up on film, the cemetery zombie? He's the one that when uh, Johnny goes, they're coming to get you, Barbara, he's the one that grabs her. He's got like the uh, windswept yeah. hair and everything. Actor's name is Bill Hinsman. Years later, in 1988, he pr writes, produces, and stars in this movie called Flesh Eater, where it, it appears that he um, re revives his character of the cemetery zombie, because it starts off with a group of kids go out to a farm and out in the woods and stuff, and a farmer uncovers this like stone slab that's buried, and there's writing on it, warning about people, and when he opens it up, there's Bill Hinsman as the cemetery zombie. He gets up, bites the guy, and starts the zombie apocalypse all over again. Now, I still have about uh, 20 minutes of the movie to finish. I haven't finished it yet. But I just thought, how fucking cool is that? The guy that played the very first zombie and really the first zombie movie as we know them went on to carry that zombie character 30 years later into another movie. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, as far as how good it is, it's okay. It's a typical 80s 
zombie movie. I, I, it's not bad. It's not particularly great. Um, but but so far it's an all right movie. Uh, finally, still staying with the zombie scene, uh, we have finally you know we we finished uh, Farscape with Avery, and she was like so mad and she wanted more sci-fi. But then she decided you know she's like I really want to more to watch more sci-fi, uh, which is weird. She said she hated sci-fi when we first started watching Stargate. Um, we decided that she's finally old enough for The Walking Dead, and we really needed a break from all the sci-fi. So. We've gotten through the first season. We started the second season this evening, uh, and she really seems to be enjoying it. What I find interesting is having watched the entire Walking Dead series and all the spinoffs um, episodically, like every week, because I've been watching it since the beginning, cramming them all together like this, binging them, is, is strange. First of all, I, I mean, they all look like babies. Second of all, I'm picking up on things I didn't notice before. And third, I don't know that I ever noticed because things like Stargate, I watched a lot of that together anyway, because I, I started it, you know, when it was halfway through. And so I binged a bunch and then I watched and a lot of shows are like that. There are very few shows that I actually watched weekly that I can remember. Uh, it, it's weird. You, you it, it gives you a different feeling when you watch it all together. It kind of builds up in your head. And uh, I find that like, you know, you're thinking about it like for the next two, three months while we watch this, I'll probably be thinking about Walking Dead, you know, a quarter of the time when I'm not thinking about anything else, just because it kind of seeps into your brain. Right. That's it. All right. Um, <clears throat> other than Loki, which apparently I'm the only one that's watching, um, I, I did get out to the movies this past weekend. Um Madison uh, really, really wanted to go see something. So as a good dad, I took her. I got us tickets. And on a Friday night, we went and saw Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert film. Yeah. Um, she had a blast. Uh, I'm dead of the year because I scored us tickets on opening night. Um. That we went to Destiny because that was the only place that uh that that had any seats left. Um movie tavern was sold out for like a week. This is like the biggest concert movie of all time, apparently. Um and it did, I, I'm not gonna lie, it did change my opinion of Taylor Swift a little bit because <clears throat> that was one hell of a show and she earned every dollar that she made off that concert. Granted. I can't fucking stand her as an artist, but she put on one hell of a show. And I mean, let's be honest, Madison loved it. So I was happy and uh, almost three fucking hours. Oh, wow. It was recorded at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. And as they panned around it, place was sold out, sold the fuck out to the rafters. Was Travis Kelsey there? At that point, probably not, <laughs> but uh, but it, it was cool. Some some amazing set pieces. They did a lot of really cool shit with tech. At one point, she that they make the stage look like water, and she dives into a trap door through the stage. Like there's some really amazing shit they did with it. I mean, that's <laughs> it's, it's a, it sold me on her as much as it's ever going to for Taylor Swift. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Were there people? Irish, Irish 
No, but Madison is. They they had a whole thing. I guess bracelets are a thing with Taylor Swift fans. Yep. Um, and so they had a table set up at Destiny where you could just go in for free and make one of the the Swifty bracelets, and that's what Madison says is Swifty. So, <laughs> but Hugh, you had a question. Uh, well, now I'm just wondering if we can start calling them Swiffers and make it stick. But, um, actually. Yeah, were there people like dan- standing on the seats or dancing and singing in the the movie theater you were in? Because I'm hearing a lot of complaints about people acting like they're at a real concert and stopping other people from enjoying it. Um, singing, not like obtrusively singing, but but singing and like if she was like on the screen saying, "Oh, you know, wave your hands," like there people would be doing that. They were having a good time, but they were respectful. It wasn't loud and obnoxious. Do you One think of them was sitting right next to them? me. What? You think they think she can actually see them? I, I I'll ask Madison. Yeah. <laughs> ask her if the Swiffers think Taylor talks to them to the movie screen. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the other thing that really got me was the amount of fucking costume changes that woman goes through during one show. There had to be ten. Like it's a like, and again, like I said, it's the era, so she's going like album by album, and every time they're she's changing her clothes and. So she changes costumes as often as she changes men. Pretty close, yeah. And it's funny watching the through line of that. It's basically like all of her songs are about all the guys that have basically dumped her. Well, you've seen that meme, right? Or that joke? Maybe you haven't. Um, somebody uh, somebody on the internet said, Taylor Swift has 100 songs about guys who have left her, but not one single song about making her man a sandwich and grabbing him a beer. This is this is true. Yeah, there are no like happy relationship songs, but at least there is one self-reflective one about where she admits that she's the problem. So I, I appreciated that one. Yeah, but only one. Right. And it's the only one I know, which is as I, I was, you know, maybe singing along with the tune with that one. And Madison has told everybody that I sang along to a Taylor Swift song. Oh, I get that, too, because um I think there are two of her songs that uh, a heavy metal bands redid. One of them did a redid blank check and it's a really cool cover. And because I like it for a while there, Avery was telling everyone I was a Swifty. I was like, you fucking bitch. That's awesome. <laughs> I think I know the cover photo. <laughs> Can we mock up a, uh, like a, like a, um, what do they call it when you get arrested? Mugshot of you. Yeah. Hugh Allen uh, Swifty. <laughs> I will fucking kill you. <laughs> I will pay for that t-shirt. <laughs> Actually, in that case, go for it because I want Kevin to waste his money on a t-shirt. <laughs> right, money right. well spent. Money well spent. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Oh, yeah, um, I got I got a joke. Oh, they're coming back, huh? They're coming back. <laughs> what do you call a wreath of $100 bills? Aretha Franklin? Yes. I saw that somewhere. Kelly Kelly sent it to me. Maybe that's where I saw it. Right, Wait, I sent it to you too. What so is are we at the point where there's only one thing left? Yes. Yeah, he's gonna drop some nuggets. All right, then I have a new section. Oh, that's yeah. right. I fuck, I forgot this was happening. <laughs> I have I have a new what do you call them? You call them segment not Segments. section. Segment. I have a new segment. I think we're all concerned, but okay, go ahead. What do you mean? Because this was not brought up in the production meeting. Well, no, because we don't have production meetings. <laughs> that might change. 
you're not going to have a segment if you don't hurry up. So, oh, all right. Shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so this is the segment uh, Kevin apologizes because this is going to be a recurring theme, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You, know, you got six it, minutes. In this week's apology, it goes to Paul because about a week and a half ago, I was a fucking supreme dick to him. And I just wanted to publicly apologize and say, I'm sorry, you didn't deserve it. Apology accepted. This should not have been done on the show, but okay. Do you even remember what he's talking about? I know about exactly that? what he's talking about. I swear I thought he was going to apologize to me because I was all excited about my new phones and phone service. And he's like, yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> and he's like, fuck Google Fi. <laughs> Which, by the way, Kevin, I want to tell you, I had fucking fantastic service all the way through Pennsylvania into New Jersey Dude, and back. And it's been awesome. T-Mobile works great everywhere except upstate New York. I mean, Syracuse should be fine. Nowhere else. It's just T-Mobile's network. They just. They I mean, just... Have, you, have you looked at that? Because they now have yeah. the largest 5G network. Okay, recently you've looked at it. Uh, Corbs, before yeah. we wrap this thing up, what the fuck is is that a cane or is that a putter? <laughs> Keep showing up. It's a hook. So, oh, I thought it was a prostate massager. <laughs> well, it's a massage. It may be. It is. <laughs> Anything's so, a prostate I, I massager have, if you're brave. That's true. I have a couple of knots in my neck, so I actually when I so this is my dad got me twenty years ago, and what it is is it's a hook. It goes like this. It's got two handles on it. You just wrap it around and you find a spot on your back or wherever and you just pull on it and it presses on the knot and it's supposed to relieve the tension in the in the knot. So the yeah, thing when I was at work, forward. I got a I had a massive, massive migraine at work that I had to take four ibuprofen for, but it didn't really touch it. So at work they have one of these that we can borrow. So I borrowed it right around lunchtime and I used it pretty much the rest of the day. And it relieves some of the tension, but it has come back now. So, but uh, I also ended up uh, booking a massage for uh, Sunday morning. So you'll probably need it after Saturday night, probably. <laughs> so, or you, the parties don't get that crazy anymore. <laughs> it's because we're never there. <laughs> all right. First party I've been to that you've for Halloween that you've thrown. It's just the first yes. one. We uh, in a long, long time. We haven't had a Halloween party at my house, um, probably since Kylie's been born. So no, you would never would have been at one because you we started going to school together like right before Kylie was born. That's true. Yeah, literally right before. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> remember when she was born when we were at school? Yeah, I had a final to go to that day. <laughs> yes, I remember that. So okay. Are you gonna drop some nuggets or you there just, we go? You just, you, I think I will. Oh, <laughs> uh so a homeless guy asked me for money today. I looked at my wallet and all I had left was like a 20. Thought to myself, do I really want this going to booze? Thought, nah. So I gave him the 20. <laughs> Good night, everybody, and mega might be bitches. <laughs> This has been a Geek Pod Network production.